This week, we're off to the Maresh family in Nicaragua for one of the most interesting varietals I think I've found in the last 10 years. So welcome to another episode of In My Mug. Uh, it's from home today as I'm, I've not been well this week and when you're not well, you should definitely uh, isolate yourself and, and stay at home. Um, I have had a negative coronavirus test, but I think I just have a normal uh, a normal flu bug that is for this time of the year. Um, but taking it easy, taking it soft. So I'm having to record this at home. Hope you don't mind. Um, so as I said at the beginning, this week's coffee comes from the Maresh family. It comes from Limoncillo, which is definitely my favorite farm of the family. Um, and it comes from one of my favorite varietals. The varietal is Ethiosar. So Ethiosar is something that has been crossed with other plants um, and was basically put together by um, a cousin of the Maresh family called Ricardo. Ricardo is somebody I've got to know over a few visits uh, and uh, generally comes and hangs out with us. Um, he's a really interesting guy. He's really into looking for increasing yields um, and increasing the hardiness of his coffee plant stock. Um, one of the things I think if we owned farms, we'd be exactly the same, um, but he still has that focus on the quality in the cup. It's not like it's just like he could plant Robusta and get big yields and hardy plants, but he's trying to change the way that he does it. And he's not really following the norms as such. Um, and um, yeah, this varietal now can be found in uh, Nicaragua, it can be found in El Salvador, it can be found in Bolivia, um, and it all stems from this work that Ricardo did back in the day. So we're going to go to a little clip of Ricardo talking about the varietal, and then when we come back, Has Been Steve will give us the lowdown on the farm. So uh, my uncle and I started uh, reproducing it more. We have small amount of plantations uh, with this uh, because we only started from 209. Yeah. And remember, it takes two years to give you a seed. So from two, two, 2013, last year, I started producing, uh, planting more coffee of that. And I'm doing my farm completely on, the, on this variety. So you say you saw a mutation on the farm. What, what variety was that mutation from? Yes, that was from Ethiopia and some, uh, et, uh, some Sarchimor that has a little bit of Katimor. And then we crossed it back to be a Sarchi to take away the Katimor. So it's got a very small amount of Katimor. I will say maybe eight, eight, nine, ten 10%. And that's what gives us the resistant to Roya yeah. in high production. Okay. So uh, we're very excited. Uh, that's a, a lot, like Katuai, uh, Pacamara Amarillo, it, it started that way also. The Havanica started the same way too. Yeah. So we see a particular tree that we really like and we see all the all the all the benefits that it, that it has the production resistant and obviously the cup uh and then we get it from there and what kind of yield are you getting per manzana we're getting uh um, 60 65 up to 70 quintales per manzana wow i mean that's that's super high where you would expect it to be around about 30 to 40 would that be a normal kind of yield It'll be a normal yes yeah. and and with less plants per area. We put 2,800 plants in a manzana, which with Katura you do up to 4,000 plants. So you have to fertilize more plants Yes. to get those yields. With 2,900 plants, it's less fertilizer and better yields. 
because you can see the the the, the bandolas they're very long this is this was planted i think it was 2010 so it's only a three years old tree see so we we're, we're excited about it and uh and and we planting that in an altitude anything from a thousand meters to 800 meters wow and okay. that's when we get more affected by the roya of that area sure the higher the temperatures it seems to be that that's affecting yes, the rust a yes, lot more yes, isn't it yes. and obviously lower is warmer yeah. and then we do from a thousand meters higher we do more exotic varieties like java catoy amarillo uh catoy rojo pacamara amarillo and those uh, other varieties and obviously i've only cupped the two i think it was two two cups of these yesterday uh, and they cupped amazing what is the general consensus of opinion on the, the cup profile of this this well, variety it, it starts in the farm we we start controlling the quality at the farm yeah. try to pick it as the red possible the mature possible and we do some selecting before with this pulpit right right so we, we take the bad out yeah it, it takes us more labor to do it but it's worth it at the end. So the history of this coffee with Hasbeen has been for many, many years. In fact, as far back as 2007 was the first time that we bought this coffee. Since then, we've bought lots of other coffees from lots of other farms from the Maresh family. But the Limoncillo remains the jewel in the crown, the one that has the real diversity and the real interesting cups. It does washed, pulp natural, natural, uh, some lactic ferments, lots of different process types. Um, this one is a pulped natural, so a little bit more traditional, um, but still an, an excellent coffee. Uh, and the varietals they have on the farm are wide and huge. So this is where the yellow Pacamara was first found. Um, they also have red Pacamara, they have Bourbon, they have Katura, they have Ethiosar, they have Java, they have a heap of varietals all the way through what you can think. And this is just because the Maresh family really like to experiment and really like to try different varietals. Um, it's also really important that this 171 hectare farm has a lot of staff on it. Um, there's a lot of people that live there full time um, uh, and around about 70 people are there full time, but there's also a lot of people that come in seasonally. Um, and what they do very much is try to look after their people. Uh, people are at the very heart of everything that the Maresh family do. So they pay their staff 30% more than the typical minimum wage. They provide free housing for the families who live on the farm. They provide free electricity and running water. The electricity supplied from a, a hydroelectric pump on one of the uh, uh, is it seven water, nine waterfalls on the farm. Um, they provide free food for all workers when they're working. So they have a almost like a production kitchen going with tortillas uh, every day during the harvest to make sure everybody gets uh, a meal. Um, they have free daycare facilities for the families to use for their children. Uh, they provide free health care uh, on the farm um, for, for the families. And they also employ an on-site teacher that not only teaches the children, but also offers some ad adult education things as well which um, is pretty, pretty unusual. Um, I'm not going to talk about the Ethiosar because I think Ricardo's already done a really good job of that. Um, but the Ethiosar is a really good producing plant that gives a really, really interesting cup while being very resistant to things like leaf rust. Um, and they can see up to 40% increase uh, on, uh, on, on the production. Um, so the, the figures, well, it's a Nicaraguan. It come, the nearest town uh, or municipality is uh, Yasica uh, or Matagalpa uh, for the town. It's owned by the Maresh family. 
It's 171 hectares, uh, of which 109 are coffee. Um, the picking is between December and February, and uh, it is 1,200 meters above sea level, and this is a pulp natural coffee. So let's go join Steve and do the tasting and see what he thinks of the cup. Okay, thank you for that, Ricardo. Thank you for that, virtual Steve. Uh, let's get into this tasting. So, uh, yeah, I thought we could do it outside in the garden, but it's a little bit wet and a little bit grey, but it's still kind of quite nice. And excuse the glasses. They're new glasses that whenever it's bright outside, they change colour and I look like uh, an old Bono or an old uh, George Michael. It's not a good look, is it? Uh, but let's get into the coffee. So I think what I love about the Pulp Naturals and particularly Nicaraguan coffees, N Nicaraguan Pulp Naturals, is they have that beautiful sweetness to them. They're always added sweetness uh, and this is no different. Um, this reminds me an awful lot of a Twix. So you know like the, the, the chocolate bar Twix, of course, well, everybody in the UK does, everybody else. It's like biscuit caramel covered in chocolate and it comes in two fingers and they're really delicious. Um, and it reminds me very much of that kind of hot caramel, kind of melting chocolate, um, has a little bit of an acidity, just a shoulder of green apple, um, which makes it really interesting. And it's a fantastic coffee. Like it is one that you can very easily drink and not think too much about. Um, just enjoy and glug and uh, whap it down. Um, perfect for Sunday mornings reading the paper. Listen, thank you very much for joining me as always. Uh, I'm always amazed that people get to this point and uh, yeah, thank you for all of the support over many years. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing how many people have watched these videos. But do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.